Hello everybody, Jim Malone here. It is Tuesday, June 22nd, and um, Chairman Powell had a meeting, and so it's, uh, it's, a, it's a choppy market. I, I was in um, um, NVIDIA uh, this morning, and it looks like it was going to move higher, but I got stopped out. So, you know, one of those things, get my uh, headset on here correctly. Um, you know, and, uh, but, uh, I did, uh, I did enter a p small position in Microsoft of all things. And also I bought a, a small position in CrowdStrike. I'm still about 50% in cash. So it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's an interesting market. I mean, it's a very choppy market, harder, much harder to trade than normal. Um, was going to, I was a little bit late today cause I was putting together a, a very nice, uh, spread trade on Roku. And uh, I want to show you that uh, in a few minutes, uh, kind of just a kind of an idea of what it, that is all about. And, uh, you know, basically just uh, let's kind of get into some of the slides here. Just want to uh, move over first to the NASDAQ composite. We're still under pressure in the market. So it's, uh, it, it's up today, which is a good thing. Uh, as you can see, we're, we're, we're above, you know, the NASDAQ is, is behaving pretty well today. Uh, it's above uh, that very important 14,000 range. And of course, we're making a new high, which uh, today, it, you know, the, 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 the last high was a 142.11. Uh, so that was the last high, but we're now above that, which is a good thing. So there is money coming back into the market. That's really what it's telling us, that there's money coming into the market. And some of the big, some of the big, uh, some of the big names, I kind of wanted to show you uh, what I've been buying. I did buy a, a small a half position in Microsoft because it moved above a very key level that basically being and then oh, there we go okay uh, you know basically I bought a half position basically at 264.62 it's you know just right there just right above that buy point that 263 buy point so not a huge position but uh, you know it seems to be acting well um, also, uh, I was uh, I did I, I did execute a uh, another order on CrowdStrike CRWD um, to kind of take a look at this one. This has been very, doing very nicely. It's up um, significantly today. It had some very good earnings, and uh, it's finally above the 251 buy point, which uh, is, uh, is 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 doing very very well. So, kind of wanted to show you that CrowdStrike making a new movement over this 251 buy point so that's kind of a that's kind of a good thing uh going on there uh as well with crowdstrike um let's see what else do we have um let's take a look at the see how the uh s p 500 composite is trading and uh it's also trading up too so that's so that's kind of a good sign uh basically um making a nice move there as well so, you know, it seems like, you know, and again, uh, it seems like we're repairing a little bit of the damage and hopefully we will be of, you know, of basically yesterday. We had a big sell off yesterday, but it seems as if we're start, you know, we're moving, we're moving well on the day. So um, just kind of want to go through also some, some um, kind of meme stocks that people are maybe interested in. Uh, let's take a look at GameStock GME, see how it's trading. Uh, and it is trading up a little bit today. That's good. Uh, as you can see, they did do have the special 
offering apparently and uh so it looks like they're going to be they're going to be uh getting you know taking in a lot of money so it's definitely one to watch uh there as well so let's get to some of the questions uh thanks for holding uh we did have earnings on plug power today and it did have some good earnings so it is up i'm not really a buyer of plug and i'll show you why um uh, i am watching it though uh but plug power uh, basically um here moved above the 200 day moving average on a very heavy volume as you can see there it's very heavy uh and so that indeed is you know is very is very good but here's the thing here's my concern about it i still want it to move above this local high this 3438 local high here really before i before i want to buy it because it just needs to show more strength now it did move past the reversal line so it is reversing higher and definitely uh you can see that with the relative strength line but uh, I still want it to go to a higher high. Just really in this kind of market, buying reversals, I want to see it move to a localized higher high. And that would be 34.38. So that's right here. But uh, definitely on my watch screen. Uh, there are some other issues with um, plug power. Uh, it's, it's, the sector is really bad. It's 130, uh, 193 out of 197. So it's really in the bottom barrel. There has been sort of disinvestment in this area, so I'm a little bit <coughs> I'm a little bit reticent here to to put my ore in the water on it. But uh, it, does, it 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 came through very nicely, so <coughs> I would not be a buyer at this level. But I'd wait and possibly if it moves to a higher high. Thanks, Kate, very much. Uh, thoughts on VOO? Of course, this is the uh, essentially the um, the Vanguard version of the Spider. So let's look at VOO. And take a look here. Yeah, S&P 500 ETF, it's moving nicely. This is a, you know, this is sort of a, more of a set and forget type of, um, you know, this is more of a set and forget, uh, you know, type of um, um, ETF here. Uh, it does look like it, it, you know, and this may be a good point to get into it, because it does look, it does look like it's come down to the 50-day line. It's bounced and it's moving higher. So that's a good thing. A little bit low volume there. But remember, this is an ETF, so um, you know that can explain some of this. Um, but it's looking, you know, fairly good. I'd be relative, a little bit careful though, with um, this with the S&P. As you know, on, on we had a big sell-off on Monday, and so it's it's not it's it's we're not in a confirmed uptrend right now. Uh, the market is under pressure, so it's uh, <laughs> it's a little bit. It's a little bit difficult there, but the spider. Let's take a look at the spider. That's essentially the. Um, it's essentially the same thing. It's just uh, uh, a different company. It's uh, Invesco as opposed to Vanguard. It's similar motion really just covers the same stocks, um, but again, uh, very. You know, this is pretty good action. Uh, it looks like you know this is fortunate. It came down to the to the 50-day and then it bounced up, and it looks like we may have another little bit of an upward trend so at least at least for the week at least is buying it right now it looks pretty good uh it looks pretty good on both the voo and on the spider and uh, kate says she got in at uh three um 384 so let's kind of let's kind of analyze that i'm just gonna go to the 15 minute chart to see oh wow you're you're really in it at a good price uh you're you're, you're in a really good price there well a little problem with my video there we go um, but 384, wow, that's a good, 
that's a good price. That's about right here. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so that's that's right about here. So yeah, you got it in a very good place, uh, Kate. That's a ver that's an excellent buy. This is this is all this is also a good place. As you can see, and this will show you kind of how I like to buy them as well. It'll go down. It will touch the uh, the 50-day line. It'll bounce, come back up, bounce, come back up. So buying it on the up or upward trend is really really good. That's the case here. We have an upward trend now, so this might be a good place to get in. Not quite as good, of course, as where Kate got in. She got in an excellent place, but this is looking very, very good. So, uh, at least for right now, I think uh, you know, I think you're looking very, very good on this. Yeah, I have problems with my with my camera, so let me see if I can uh, get the camera to. Yeah, well, I ha I can get I can get the avatar, but I uh, can't get the camera. Jeez, ah, I don't know why. Yep, there we go. Okay, I got it now. Um, all right, so that's a really pretty excellent. Yeah, let's cover Bitcoin a little bit. Bitcoin took a huge uh, dive, as you well know. Um, it, um, you know, there, the, um, the 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 real um, the the real support for Bitcoin, I believe, is right about thirty thousand. And as I said before, I, I I think when I did this originally, a lot of people were, oh goodness gracious. Hopefully, I'll get a I'll get more bandwidth here. There we go. <laughs> Sometimes it's, yeah, okay, so now we're down a little bit today. Let's look at the daily chart, yeah. So we did, you know, we came down below 30,000, and and we bounced. And so there definitely is a floor there. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know, basically the Chinese government has declared war on Bitcoin, so a lot of people are going to be having difficulty there. Um, you know, basically all of the coins, all the crypto is, is, is uh, struggling right now. Uh, I would not be in it uh, right now just because of the fact that it is so um, it, it's it's volatile to the downside right now. Uh, I'm going to check GBTC. This is what I use for a proxy uh, for it, and it did have a nice bounce today. Um, you know, it pulled back below this this line, this $28 line. This is a sort of the line in the sand here, and then it did it it is pulled back up. So it does seem to have some kind of floor here at about uh, 28 or about uh, 31,000 to the dollar on Bitcoin. Now, of course, this is not exactly one for one because remember, this is this is an ETF that it represents one that represents four percent of the world's Bitcoin, but it does trade very very similarly. So there is some so, so there is some heavy buying right about uh, the 31,000 32,000 level as you can see. So a lot of, a lot of volume has come in. Yeah, and as since this afternoon it's it's come in uh, so it's it's trading at about but it's still very very um you know right now i think it's very um shaky in terms of uh you know in in terms of uh in terms of the price let's look at an interesting one here this is a this is one that i had an option play on uh before it split um 10 for one and this is called ttd uh the trade desk and it's an interesting company because Basically, uh, in the online advertising business, of course, um, Google and uh, Facebook really dominate. But there's another, there's another, there's another company in here, and that's the Trade Desk, and they basically syndicate to all the other websites. It's looking pretty good. It's still trading below its 200-day uh, moving average, which is a diff, which is, but it did just move above 
the 50-day. Here's the thing about the trade desk. Of course, now it's trading on a split-adjusted basis, and it is. Uh, but even on a split-adjusted basis, it is moving up. So I do like this stock. Relative strength is a little bit weak, uh, but the the advertising services business is improving as a sector. So would I buy it at this level? No, I would probably watch list this thing, wait for it to move above um, the 200-day line, and that would be I want to I want to see it I want to see the price improve a little bit on it uh, basically you know above about um, seventy dollars a share is where I would start to be looking to add here but uh, if we draw a trend line and this is this is basically a you know I'm going to put in here and sort of this is sort of the reversal line that I'm putting in here and I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and create an alert on that oops Let's see if it let me do it. Well, it won't quite let me do it. Let's see if I can draw a trend line and get me to to, to allow me to. That's that's probably really the. That's probably the line that you really should key off of there. Let's see if that'll let me do that. No, it won't let me. But anyways, um, if it comes above this, that's where I'm starting to get interested in it. Right now, I think it's it's in a down. You know, it hasn't broken to an upward trend yet, so that's very very important. All right, let's uh, take a look at some of the uh, uh, stuff from TikTok. Thank you very much. What happened to Doggy? Well, you know, all of the cryptos, and as, as I've been kind of trying to, you know, warn a little bit, uh, the central banks are starting to really clamp down on some of the cryptos. So I, do, I think it's going to be weak, at least for the, at least for the time being, because the Chinese obviously don't want it, and I don't think the Europeans do either. So, um, you know, I mean. In the, in the future, it probably will be, but right now, I think you got to get out of um, uh, the, uh, the coins right now until we get a little bit better, um, you know, better price action. It, as you know, it, it made its high 61,000 basically back in April, and uh, since then, it has not been anywhere near that. I don't like to buy anything typically uh, unless it's within 15% of its all-time high, and that's not the case for for Bitcoin. So I think you just got to be extremely careful when, uh, you know, when, when, uh, when, when buying Bitcoin right now. I just think it's really tough. Um, a party city. Interesting. All right. Let's take a look at party city. Um, let's see. P-R-T-Y. And party city holdings. Well, it's not looking bad, actually. Uh, not looking bad. It's in a buy zone. Wow. What do you know? Uh, the buy point on is two is nine twenty one, so it definitely is in a buy zone. Uh, it's right at the at the uh, uh, ten day line, and uh, it looks as if the well, unfortunately, this retail specialty group is not a terrifically good group, uh, but it does have it does have strength. Um, yeah, you you could buy it in here. I just I probably wouldn't just based on the strength of just based on the group strength. It just doesn't. It just doesn't appeal to me because it's so. Uh, you know, the the group strength is so. Um, you know, is so weak. So I probably wouldn't be a buyer here. But uh, if you're in it, I mean, I would stay in it because uh, you know, it doesn't look bad. I mean, you know, the the chart the chart doesn't the chart doesn't look bad. So um, that's kind of kind of um, you know how I would play Party City. Um, interesting. Okay, thoughts on S. SBH. Let's look at SBH. Interesting. SBH. Um, 
All right, Sally Beauty Holdings. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's pulled back up to. It looks like it's. Yeah, this is not bad. This is essentially a cup with handle. Yeah, this is essentially the cup with handle um, formation. Um, we did. You know, we we there was some resistance at twenty one ninety one. It pushed through that. It's then pulled back, but it's pulled back up to that. So, it looks like there's some strength. This might be might not be a bad time to be in Party City. I mean, be in the Sally Beauty Holdings because it does look like it's reversed, and that indeed can be a very good thing. So I'm going to set an alert on that line. Um, it does look like we're in a buy zone. So, uh, you know, definitely this is a this is this is interesting. I mean, we're in. Uh, you know we're we're in a we're in a in a in a buy zone. So um, you know Sally Beauty is currently in a buy zone. So that indeed is uh, is a good thing. Um, yeah, I mean definitely you could definitely buy it at this level. I do like this, uh, but again, the problem here again: retail specialty, 154 out of 197, which isn't isn't particularly good. Um, but you know, it retail has been picking up, not necessarily the specialty area. But let's look at some of the other. Uh, let's look at some of the other groups. I just kind of want to see what groups are trading the best currently, and get in here the rankings. Uh, let's go here. Okay. So currently, we're still we got you know oil and gas produ producers is once again the place to be. So let's see if we can find something that's that's viable right now uh, in the oil and gas area. I think that you know we've still got to consider this. I'm going to look at the the top stocks. Um, Goodrich Petroleum later. Oh, this is interesting. So let's look at Goodrich GDP. See. If there's anywhere to buy this, yeah, you know this is this is a little bit this is a little bit extended here, but boy, look at that! Wow, that's incredible. So Goodrich Petroleum, I've never heard of this company. It's a very small one. Only look at that very small volume here, but this is one you might want to put on your radar screen. Goodrich Petroleum. I don't I don't know it offhand, but there's many there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of ones in this group now. Laredo, I have heard of. And they are also doing well. Not really a good buy point, though, for La for Laredo. I'm trying to find a um, you know, a stock that will, will be right at the right place. Now, Callum, of course, I've had Callum. I've been shaken out of it twice. It's a good stock. Uh, it's currently a little bit extended, though, above its buy point. It's 42 buy point. 42 is the correct buy point for it. Still trying to find something that I can... That's actionable. Let's see if we can find something that's actionable in the. Um, let's look at today. Nope. No news on that one. Battalion Oil Corp. Now this one probably, yeah, this one is just slightly extended. This one might be a buy right now. Interesting company. Uh, Symbol B A T L B A T L um, for this one. Um, this one might be of interest. B A T L. I'm going to try to. I did sell most of my. Um, I did sell most of my oils, 
So I currently don't have it. I have a few, but not as many as I had. I'm, you know, but uh, this still is a very, very strong group. So it's definitely, it's definitely an area that you could be, you could be investing in. Just, uh, just as a, as a thought. Okay. So, question. Um, thank you, Nathan. What's the top of the buy zone for space? I uh, got in at 38. Um, now, here's the thing. There isn't really a buy zone for, for, for space because it doesn't really have a proper base. I just want to be clear about that. Um, but there are places you could possibly buy it. Um, I, let's see if I can. There, there are places that you could, you could possibly buy this. Um, currently, it's 39. So, really, I, I think, you know, anything... You know, over 40, I think, you know, it's very viable. But, um, you know, right now I think you're okay. But I would set that stop loss very, very tight. Let me let me kind of give you an idea of where I would put my stop on this. Uh, and that would be about at, um, boy, I would say about 37. <laughs> I would say about 37 on this one, Nathan. Uh, I think that's going to be a good, good price for it. Um, it does look pretty good. I mean, it's got a nice relative strength line. But th remember, this one is very speculative and can easily easily snap back so uh this is this is a little bit more difficult one to trade uh to be honest with you all right let's see i'm gonna uh what are your thoughts about sound of whistles i don't know much about that one ah hey do you work with an anti-scientist <laughs> well actually i do use software that has uh, that has ai pattern recognition so that's the reason I'm able to pick up buy points so quickly. I, I believe me, I don't. I used to do these calculations by, by hand, and believe me, it would take it would take a long time. It would take about 30 minutes to do them, even with spreadsheets. It's very, very nice to have the kind of software they have. So, um, it's uh, it, it's really interesting. Uh, here's a, here's a good question from Bitcoin um, on Bitcoin. You know, Bitcoin. The problem with Bitcoin is is that you know you have a lot of these regulators that are that are out for it. I kind of want to look to see again, kind of, you know, kind of where Bitcoin is going. Let's see if that'll give me a, yeah, I'm going to look at the five-day chart. You know, we did bounce, we did see some support at about 30,000 on Bitcoin. Um, and, um, you know, that seems to be kind of, kind of, kind of where the support is. But here's the problem with Bitcoin, the way I see it, is, you know, we have, we have an, we have an issue with the fact that, um, its higher high was about 61, and you don't really want to buy anything unless it's within about 15% of that. So we're we're very far off of that. So I think you got to be very very careful entering a position in Bitcoin right now because I do think that 30,000 is uh, a floor for Bitcoin, and we could fall through that. And if we do, we're probably back down to maybe as low as um, 22,000. So. Yeah, it's not a, not a good thought. So, uh, you know, if if you don't have stops on your your Bitcoin, um, you know that that maybe maybe was something you want to look at. Please explain buying on reversals versus buying on breakout. That's a good question, Nathan. I really appreciate that. Um, basically, what a reversal is, and let me kind of let me kind of show 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 you a stock that is a classic reversal. It's Nvidia, and uh, and and let me show you kind of how that works. Um, basically, oops, what'll happen is, as you can see, there's this 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 line here. Now I actually drew this line, and what this was is that as it made this cut pattern and then it trended down, 
And what I wanted to see, of course, was when it broke this pattern to the upward side. And the way you do that is by doing a trend line, basically from the high down through the down through the um, down through the higher the local highs. And then you get this line. And then when it breaks this trend line, that's when you can potentially enter it uh, for a movement, a very rapid movement on up to what they call the buy point, which is right here, 648. And then and then if it if it if it moves through the buy point because this is resistance then it possibly will move higher but what the the difference is is um this is a buying on a reversal as it moves above this reversal line buying on a breakout is where you're going to have a gap up situation there was a gap up situation on i believe it was roku today and by the way i do have a spread trade on roku yeah, there was. It wasn't. You see, you see, this is this is a, this is essentially a gap. This isn't a gap up. If if this if this opened higher than this, this would be a gap up. But this is sort of what we're talking about here. Again, same situation. Reversal. Then it then it reversed above that. You know, this would be a good place to buy if it came back down to that line. You want to close it, but it didn't. It 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 found support and then it moved back up. But what a breakout is is where it will go and then it will gap up. So this is sort of a breakout here. Um, they're both good, but in this market, you probably want to buy on a reversal because it takes less power on a reversal than on a breakout. But a reversal can be, you know, can be problematic because uh, many times reversals can fail, and when they do, it's not fun because, you know, then you have to close your position. So sometimes you'll find yourself buying a position, closing it buying it closing it and then fi finally you'll get it right and it'll, it'll move it'll move up that's a very interesting question good question uh nathan very good question all right so uh oh this is a question on space all right so question on len is lenar homes and of course they're a big florida um a builder now here's the thing with with lenar the buy point on Lenar is about 110. It's right here, right at this, uh, right, right at this, right, at, right at this level, you know, right at this level here. It's pulled back a little bit from that, so we're in sort of a a, a slight, slight downtrend. So if you if you draw a line basically from the local higher highs, that's going to give us the reversal line. So it looks as if it has reversed. It looks like it has reversed higher, but it's getting some resistance right at the 50-day line now why are these these lines so important well because much of the trading is programmatic trading and they definitely key off of these off of these lines so uh you know a a 50-day moving average line is a very important line actually um but now for lenar let's get back to lenar sorry to kind of i was taking a little bit of a uh, I was kind of talking talking out here. This this is definitely moving well on increasingly good earnings, 61%. Now uh, let's take a look at its ranking, 56 out of 197. So this is definitely good. The building and the the, the building uh, the residential builders have been doing well. Now here's the problem with the residential builders, of course. They're highly dependent on the interest rates. So if interest rates go up, the unfortunately, this group is not going to do as well. But right now, there has been a commitment to uh, keep the rates relatively low. And this is very good for the builders. And Lenar definitely is a leader in this category. So, uh, you know, definitely this is something that, uh, you know, that you could, 
that you could possibly look at. I'm not as I'm not as um, bullish on the the um, the builders as I am on some of the other commodity plays, but this is a very good area to look at. So um, I think that you know if you were to start, you know, I wouldn't necessarily go in with a full position here, but this is this might be a place to start building a um, start building a position. Should you sell Nvidia today? Well, I sold Nvidia today. I, I bought Nvidia and I sold it. I round tripped it. Not something you want to do. Uh, I I um, I thought we were going to have a little bit more strength, and it pulled back, and now it's pulled back up. So there's definitely it's sort of in this kind of nether world right here, between about 750 and about 755. So uh, I I'm probably going to buy it again, but I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait probably until we move above about 770 because that's the true that's 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 the true that's the true buy point. I was a little bit early on this. I did sell, and then I bought back today, but uh, it's probably a little bit too early. Um, I don't know if you should sell. I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, I think it's just going it, to, you know, I do think it's going to move higher into, um, I think I think uh, uh, it's going to move higher into um, the, the, the split, which is, happens on July 19th. I do believe that's going to happen. Um, but if you have profit in this, you know, you know, it's not necessarily a bad idea to take profits. I definitely took, have been taking profits on Nvidia, but I was in since the reversal, which is about 570, so a little bit, probably a little different situation. Um, Jay, uh, oh, uh, could it reach uh, 800? I think it's very, very likely that it will. Um, part of the reason I, what I base this on really, is the fact that um, I think that we have a. You know, we have a very nice slope here, and we haven't really broken this yet. So, I mean, I do think this is approximately the slope that it's at. Now, to get to 800, you know, that would that would be in July. That would be about July 19th, which is essentially basically where, um, you know, that's when it's going to start just trading as a split share. So I don't think it's likely to go to 850 or anything, but I think, I think 800 could be very likely uh, by about July 20th. So... Uh, that's a that's a good uh, that's a good call there. Um, all right, so f the Fed pal answered no questions today. Well, yeah, of course, because the problem is, you know, it, anytime everybody trades on that, so obviously, uh, you know, Fed chairmen have become very very good at kind of being mystical about what they say. They they talk but they don't say anything, and that's for a reason. Uh, but I just think they're going to hold the line on uh, interest rates. And that's the key, really. That's the key thing. Let's look at Apple. Um, I the only thing I have on Apple right now, I do have a spread. I do have a, a bull call spread on Apple, so I do. I, I I am bullish on Apple. I'm just I just did, but I have sold my shares, and it's up today nicely, uh, moving nicely. Um, 134. Now, if Apple can move up to and and, and above 137, then I think, you know, it's going to move up to about 145. But you know, it's just been been very very slow but sure but this but it does appear that we've turned the corner with apple we've moved above the reversal line and it does look pretty good for for apple so i'm liking the action on apple and I, if you're if you if you own it i wouldn't sell it right now i just wouldn't sell it uh i think it's probably going higher not going to be a rocket ship but definitely a good stock um okay a question from um from uh tiktok from amc and of course, this they have. Um, it's up today again. Wowie, this is a tough one to trade. I'll be honest with you. Uh, 
but you know because of all the because of all the action on it, I did as you can see I, I drew this uh, this this line here basically at 14 this is sort of where it started taking it started taking off this was this is back a few weeks ago that I did this but this has just been going up and up I mean it's 58 now so I don't know I don't know what to think about this one uh, I, let's do a calculation for the short um, you know for the for a for, to see if it's uh, still has a, a short squeeze potential so let me kind of go back to this and see if I can bring up um, let's see if I can oh, okay there we go uh, let's see if I can bring up the um, bring up the uh, um, screen for the uh, for the for the uh, to do the short squeeze calculation so let me go get the let me go get the the oops come on <laughs> come on oh okay a little bit bandwidth issues there sorry all right so let's get the let's get the calculator move it over here well <laughs> not letting me not letting me do it okay um uh, try again there we go. Maybe share the screen out again. Uh, I guess I've got to do it that way. Okay. So, jeez. Okay. All right. Having technical difficulties here. I'm sorry to say. Uh, just not letting me do it. All right. Let's share that screen. Let's put this on top. Large type. All right. So that's good. Um. All right, and then I'm going to bring up um, the window for. Let's see if I can let me. I just I'm trying to minimize the the I'm trying to minimize this. It's just not letting me minimize. Ugh, come on, there we go. Finally, there we go. Okay, now I can minimize. I hope. Nope. Okay, <laughs> it's doing everything, notes and everything, and I, I can't seem to get it to. Uh, hold on. Let's go over here, and hopefully I can take this off. There we go. Okay, so maybe this will. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, there we go. Finally, let's see if we can do it now. All right, so let's look at. AMC. I'm going to look at the short interest on AMC. So basically, um, we've got uh, 0.6 days in terms of the short interest. The average daily volume, 177 million, uh, 282,000 shares, which is a lot, divided by the float, 441. Uh, Four 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 one three hundred. There we go. So the float, the the um, amount of shares short is still currently twenty four percent. So we're definitely still we're still looking to have a short squeeze here. So it's still in play. I mean, uh, uh, definitely still in definitely still in play 
um, for the for a short squeeze. So would I buy it at this level? Just, I just can't really say because I just don't have enough information really. I'd have to do a little bit more research on this one, but it looks as if it possibly could move above 60. So very interesting. Very interesting play on that. Um, very interesting play on that. Okay. All right. Um, talking... Uh, talking about mostly big caps. Yeah, I do talk mostly, by the way, about big cap stocks. And the reason I do this, I typically like to buy stocks that are at least at least $10 in price. And the reason I do is because below that, they typically are very volatile. Um, and, uh, you know, penny stocks, really, they're not penny stocks, but stocks that trade below $10 typically have very thin, are very, are very thin in terms of their, uh, so you can get into a lot of trouble with them because when they fall, they fall hard. So I typically, typically uh, am in larger stocks. There are some exceptions, and the oil stocks are those exceptions because there are many very good oil stocks that trade under $10. Um, okay. Thoughts on Apple? We talked about Apple. Um, what about Palantir? That's a blast from the past. Um, Palantir looked so promising. I was, in, I was sort of in after the uh, IPO, but it... It has had issues ever since. It's just funny how it uh, how it has not lived up to the hype. It's 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 a good stock, I guess, but it's kind of like Snowflake in that it just hasn't really performed as well as the hype. And uh, so, I mean, it is it has reversed. Uh, it possibly is going higher. It looks like it's trading up the 10-day moving average, which is a very good thing. So, um, you possibly could buy it at this level. Uh, there are some it, there are some issues here. I probably would like to see it move above the first stage consolidation, which is about 33.50. Currently, it's third. It's 24, 25. So here's what I would do with Palantir. I would if I wasn't in it right now. Now, if I was in it and I and I wasn't down on it more than seven percent, I'd hold it. But if I was down more than seven percent, I would sell this one because and wait for a better time. The better time really is when it's going to come back up. To this little consolidation here at 33, uh, 33.50. So I would be careful with Palantir right now just because it just hasn't shown the kind of uh, situation that I'd like to see. Now, one stock that has done very well is Roku. It's expensive, but it has moved to a very nice level. It is, it is definitely reversed. I kind of want to show you this one. And so what I'm saying is that Palantir could end up with a chart like Roku. Roku has a, has has definitely reversed and it never actually came down to the 200 day line and it's reversed higher and it's looking like you know now that it's above this this 292 it's probably going to head up probably another you know $50 or so or maybe more on up here to about the 486 range. So it will probably will pull back a little bit uh, because it's very difficult to maintain a slope like this. This is a very steep slope. So it's likely to pull back a little bit, but it looks like at least coming into July, it's looking pretty good. So that's one that you might want to take a look at. Um, it is definitely improving in terms of the movies and leisure area. That's definitely improving. And a lot of it has to do with Roku uh, because Roku's stock is doing pretty well. Now let's take a look at another area of particular strength in the market right now. And that is, um, let's see, this is the retail department stores. Now, for some reason, and I have no idea why this is the case, 
but for some reason, retail department stores tip are, seem to be doing good. And um, interestingly enough, uh, let's look at, yeah, this is a, this is a, um, yeah, this one here is a very interesting one. This is a Brazil-based company. It's interesting. We I've been seeing a lot of strength in some of these Brazil-based companies. Now, you know, normally I don't invest in a lot of foreign companies, but this one looks really, really good. And uh, it's in the retail uh, department store area. It's this. It's uh, six out of 197, and it is uh, trading at 17.29. So it's up, and it's got a relative strength. So this one is potentially when you might want to put on your radar. It's um, it's uh, you know I have never traded this one before. Uh, AS uh, AI, and this is a Brazilian retailer that seems to be doing quite well. It's in the food distribution sector, so seems to be doing very, very well uh, as a as as a stock. So sometimes you can find very interesting in, interesting stocks. It hasn't been trading all that long, just a few months, uh, but uh, it, on the on the American exchanges. But this one is a Brazilian stock, and it might be something that you would find interesting. All right, uh, let's go to the next question. Oh, Live Nation. Um, you know, the problem with Live Nation, I believe, quite frankly, from a fundamental standpoint, is that their primary audience is getting very old. Uh, Live Nation did very well when I was younger. <laughs> God, I hate to say that, but it's true. <coughs> you know, when I was going to the Grateful Dead and all that stuff. That's really not the case. You know, we're not going to the Grateful Dead anymore. We're going to, like, the geriatric home. So it, it seems to be doing well. Um, I just, I don't know. I'm a little bit skeptical in this whole area, uh, you know, of live concerts because I just don't think, I just don't think there's many people going to them anymore, to be honest. Now, the reopening trade may improve that. And, and the this uh, definitely is you know, trading up. So it doesn't look bad. The relative strength is 81. So that's looking pretty good. Um, now, it's got a decent checklist. Okay. And they do put on a lot of concerts, I have to say. They really do. Um, but I don't know if I want to invest in a concert promoter. I really don't. Um, I have to think about this one. <laughs> I have to think about this one. Um, you know, if this were if this were 20 years ago, Absolutely. But I just I'm I'm a little bit skeptical. Let's kind of I want to look at the kind of the monthly chart. I think this has been around for a while. Well, it's it's at its all-time high. So what do I know? <laughs> what do I know? It's actually looking pretty good. It's actually looking pretty good as a chart. So maybe they're charging more. Who knows? I don't know. But that's not a bad chart. That's not a bad chart at all. All right. Um, Torches down 30 cents is it a place to buy. I never like to put, this is what they call in the trade, catching a falling knife. I am not a fan of this. Um, you know, it's very tempting because, you know, to, to, to think about stocks just like you think about a loaf of bread. You want to get the best deal. But I don't think that's a good way to go about it. You want to buy something that is, is high and going higher. That's just the, that's just the weird thing about stocks. Um, here's the here's the chart for Torchlight Energy, and it is down today, um, as you can see. This is why it's so difficult to buy these. When you buy them, you have to immediately put in your stop loss and move it up. So I would be careful about buying here. Really, the buy point is going to be about 
um, 483. So it may come down and then reverse, but I just, I'd be a little bit careful about this today. I did have this for about five minutes, and um, I had it. I put my stop loss in and pulled back, and I was out. So uh, you never know, but uh, just sometimes that's how it works. All right, let's look at SSYS. SSYS. And that is Stratasys Manufacturers 3D Printers. Boy, this is not a good-looking chart. Um, you know, this is one of those areas that um, everybody thought was going to be so fantastic, 3D printing. As a matter of fact, um, HP bet the company on it. Unfortunately, it didn't turn out. So I have to be really careful about this business. This 3D printing business, it's really not a consumer business. It's, it's, it's possibly a business for prototyping, but uh, I just don't think much else. Uh, this just has not delivered in terms of in terms of a technology. But uh, and and this chart definitely proves it. This is not the kind of chart you want to buy. Even on the weekly chart, yeah, this is a downward trending chart. You just don't want to buy a downward trending chart, even though it looks like in the short term it's moving up. But still, this thing has to really be selling within 15% of about $50 really to consider buying it. So I would not buy this one. Uh, just based on that chart, I just I don't think it's strong enough, and you just I don't I'm always leery about buying these. We're not in a terrifically strong market right now. We're in a market uh, with an uptrend under correction. So even even so, we have to be even more careful about buying right now. It's just I I reverted to about 50% cash. I mean I was I was coming out of cash and then it, and then I just kind of you know pulled back because uh, it's just the weakness of the market. All right, uh, look at Momo. This is from Chris. Momo. By the way, I don't know if it's still there, but there's a great place in San Francisco right across the street from the uh, the ballpark, uh, which is called Momo's. And I always really like that place. Um, this is not a good-looking stock. Uh, it looks like it is pulling back internet content so is a Chinese provider associate yeah I just don't think you can I just don't think this is one that you can do right now it's just it's not a good look it's not a good look on the chart and it is pulling back so I'd be careful with this one I would not buy this one uh, I just wouldn't buy this right now so there you go let's look at uh, Louisiana Pacific LPX LPX you know was benefiting tremendously from the um, shortage of lumber but it seems like the prices have have stabilized on that so i don't know um you know it's in currently in a downtrend you know maybe this thing will will bounce uh and it move higher but right now ah this just isn't a good entry point right now unfortunately no you know we want to see a reversal and if we if 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 we were to buy this this is how you draw the reversal line draw it like this and then I'm just going to activate it. But this is a reversal line. And basically, what I'm looking for is for it to move above about this this red line here, which is the 50-day um, moving average. So I probably would not buy Louisiana Pacific unless it closed above about $65 a share, uh, because that is, that would that would that would connote a reversal. But right now, it's still in a downward trend, even though. It's moving up, so I would not um, be looking at um, at buying Louisiana Pacific right now, unfortunately, and wait until it's above about 65 and then start possibly looking at it, but not before. 
Um, PKX. Just let's look at PKX. PKX. There we go. Oh, okay. So this is a steel company. Interesting. This is one of the biggest steel companies in the world. I know this company, Posco. Um, you know, it's funny. You know, the steelmakers has gotten such a great run, and then all of a sudden, they're still 14 out of uh, 197. And there are some, you know, uh, uh, Cleveland Cliffs is in there as well as uh, Steel Dynamics. I kind of want to look at this sector to see sort of how it's trading. Um, you know, this is a uh, essentially. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I think it's about 12, isn't it? No. Steel producers, yeah, this is 14. So this is the overall uh, chart for the um, for all the steel producers, and it has got a similar pattern to POSCO here. Let's see if there's anybody that we can look at that's, that's a leader. Let me look at the top stocks here. Um, steel Dynamics, yeah, but they're all off, every one of them. Every one of them. So I think you got to be super careful. Uh, you know, POSCO is one of the biggest. Steel Dynamics, though, has got a bigger cap. That's interesting. I didn't realize that. Look at Steel Dynamics here real quick. Yeah, very similar pattern. They're all pulling down basically to the 50-day line. So I can't recommend either of those on commodities, unfortunately. The only commodities that seem to be doing well in my world are the oils, and they seem to still be doing pretty good. So let's, if you want to do a commodity play, and I think that's still really, really relevant, based on the potential inflation that was probably going to come into the market. Let's look at the oil and gas again to see if there's anything in there. The one that I really like is Denbury Resources, but unfortunately I can't buy it because it is so extended. Yeah, see, that's the number one there. Really, really like that one. But let's look at Matador. Now, I got shaken out of Matador, but I still like it. It is really extended, unfortunately. Yeah, see, I basically sold it at 20%. Where it was at, where it was at a 20% profit. Just unfortunately, it's too extended really to buy it right now. So you can't really buy Matador. I wish you could, because Matador is a good, good bet. So let's see if we can find another oil stock uh, that's gonna that's gonna give us something. Now I have a few in here that I tried. Let's look at SM Energy. This one. Now this is still this is still extended unfortunately SM is extended, so that's not it's not easy to buy these right now. They have moved above their buy points. Let's see if Continental, this is Continental Ham's company. Yeah, this one might be more of a potential. It is extended but not very much, and that is uh, CDEV. So this is a, still a good one. It looks like it's it's moving right on the the, the uh, ten day line. This is one if you wanted to get into it and you were interested in being in a commodity play, this is one you might want to look at, Continental Resources, symbol CDEV. It's not a great place to enter because it's above the buy zone, but it's not as extended as like a Denbury. Um, you know, if you, wanted, if you wanted to get some exposure in the oils because I think that's a very, very good area. All right, let's look at Volt. Um, I think this is Volt Staffing. And I believe I've worked for Volt at one time. Yeah, Volt, no, Volt Information Sciences. Yeah, it's a staffing company, uh, the same one. And they call themselves Volt Information uh, Services. And, you know, this one ought to be very strong. 
this is a group that I think that uh, very you picked out a very good group. This is a group that you might want to look at because I do think as as the um, as, as the economy reopens, this is not a bad place to have this is not a bad place to have uh, exposure. Uh, we have very nice earnings here. Um, it's in a consolidation. It's not an expensive stock at all, which is amazing. I mean, it's only four five dollar stock, which is amazing. Um, you know, this one looks pretty darn good. Checklist, 66%. Industry is pretty good. I mean, it's it's 26 out of 197, so that's very good, actually. Um, lots of funds are in it, 27. I mean, for considering its size, just want to see if there's any short interest on this to see kind of how it's trading. So I'm going to go over here to the weekly chart, and I'm going to check to see what the short interest is. It looks like it's gone up a little bit. Got, it's got a, about a half a day of short interest, and the average shares each day, it's not a huge stock. I mean, uh, this is not one that would probably be owned by very many funds, just based on the fact that it just, it doesn't have a lot of, it doesn't, the float's not very large on this one, but they are showing profit, uh, uh, profitable sales. So currently there's 60,780 shares short and the and the float is 18 million, so there's really not a lot of, there's really not, they're really not in danger of a short squeeze. Yeah, they're really, yeah, they're really not in a danger. No, they're not in danger of a short squeeze at all. So, there's no short squeeze here. It's got a beautiful blue dot. Yeah, this is a winner. This is a winner. Thank you for bringing this up. This is a, I would have not have have looked at this one. This is definitely one I think that you could definitely buy. I definitely think you could buy this one. This is buyable. Uh, right now. So I'm going to put that up there with my banner just so everyone can see it. Uh, you know, I think this one is buyable right now. So where I would buy it, if I bought it right at, uh, if I bought it at this price at the, um, if, 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 I, if I bought it at the uh, $4.57 price, I would set my stop loss very tight at about uh, about five percent below. So I would set my stop loss at about four dollars and thirty-four cents here. That's where I would set it. So if I did buy it here, I would set it very very tight stop loss. But if you can see, this is right in a buy zone. So this is right in the buy zone right now. So this is actionable. Relative strength is strong. Nice volume. Yeah, this is a very this is a very good this is a very good suggestion. This is a very good suggestion. Uh, this is viable right now. So, thank you very much for that. That's a good that's a really good one. So, Volt, definitely on definitely on the list. Um, Volt. I have a question from uh, for Nvidia here. Let's see. Um, you think Nvidia might take another dip? It possibly could. It possibly could. There's a lot of shaking out going on. It seems like the big boys are just shaking that tree really hard. I do think it's going to go up, though. I, I think you know Nvidia is one of those companies. It, it's technically trading very, very well. It's got an incredible story. I mean, if you're into AI, I mean, you'll know about Nvidia. Um, it's gotten. It may have gotten a little bit ahead of itself because of the split, but I do think that there's a high likelihood that we will trade up here. Up until the uh, the day, um, you know, from the day of record, which was which was on Monday, to July 19th, which is the day that it starts trading us the split shares. 
I do think that's very likely to, and I do think that it's very possible that it's going to get to 800. I, you know, I was talking about this about a week ago, a week or two ago, and people thought I was, you know, off my rocker. But I do think I do think that it it absolutely is with Nvidia. Um, so I'm showing you the volt chart since that's not good. Um, but uh, I I still think, but I think you got to protect yourself. This is one of the reasons why when I trade Nvidia. What I do is I set those stops in. I was stopped out today. If it pulls back, I'm out. But I buy it as it goes up because I do think it's just you know they're trying to shake people out, and uh, don't don't be one of them because they they you know the the big boys on Wall Street they they like to they like to eat us retail investors for lunch. I'm telling you, it's just amazing. Question on Bitcoin: uh, How much Bitcoin will bounce? Boy, you know what? I don't know about where it's going to reverse, but. I think that there's a big, big chance that it's going to reverse. The, the real reversal seems to be at about 30,000 for Bitcoin. It just That's just what it seems like. Um, but it's trading within a range from about 30,000 on up to maybe maybe as high as 39 right now. So, you know, I, you know, I do think that you could buy it on the reversal, but I'd be really careful because right now Bitcoin is trading uh, off, of the, off of its all-time high. And I don't really like to buy things unless they're within about 15% of where they were, uh, their all-time high. The all-time high for um, Bitcoin, uh, let's go to the Bitcoin, yeah. The all-time all high for Bitcoin basically, um, and let's go to the year chart, was basically right here, oops, let's see if it is, yeah, was, was right here at about 63 on April 13th, okay? So if, it, if we were at 63,000, I'm just going to put that in there, uh, if we're at approximately 63,000 on April 13th, and we multiply that times 0.85, which is, gives us 15% of the high, I'm not really interested in looking at Bitcoin until it achieves 53,550. I just am not. Uh, so right now, with it being at uh, 32,522, I think you got to be really careful with Bitcoin because it could fall through a floor. Now, I want to kind of go over here to the five-day chart here, and this is kind of small. So, but it, it did fall as low. It did fall as low as 29,884. Uh, so definitely, there is some resistance at 30,000. As long as it can stay above 30,000, I think you're okay. But the minute it goes below 30,000, I think we're going to get into a situation where we're going to drop down to the, to to basically a level that is equal to about here. Yeah, and that's about 18,280. So. Uh, right now we have some support, you know. Right now we have some support on Bitcoin, but I just don't think uh, if it moves below thirty thousand, which it easily can do because it's bouncing there, then I think it's going to go lower, not higher. So I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to bounce higher. Um, I don't. I don't think it's going to bounce higher. It's likely to bounce lower. So be very careful with Bitcoin right now. I'm. I don't have any Bitcoin at the moment. What's the next buy point for Apple? Good question. Uh, really, the next buy point is really at um, 137, I believe, and I'll show you that on the chart. And the reason it is about 137 is that is the intermediate higher high, 137.07. So basically, we, we're right at 134. So we're getting to the point where it's, Apple's looking mighty good. Now, I suspect it's going to pull back a little bit, but once it moves above about that 137, then I think it's going to move a lot higher. I did buy Microsoft today. Uh, basically, and these kind of these kind of two stocks sort of trade in tandem. 
Um, I want to show you the chart for Microsoft. This Microsoft is at a buy point currently. Here's my little notation. Here's where I bought today. I just bought a half position for the small portfolio. Not a lot, but it has pulled above that very key to 83 buy points. So that's looking pretty good. Um, so I definitely think the 137 is where you want to be keying in on that number for Apple because, uh, you know, that's likely to be um, a very good number. Well, I have I have uh, gone on and on today. If you'd like to get on the action trade alerts, and um, we did send out uh, we did send out one yesterday, and I think we probably will be sending out one. I'm, I may send out with some with some trades that we're making. Tough market right now to trade in, so uh, these alerts can be a very good use because it because I try to track when there's a when there's a change in the market condition. Very easy to get. Uh, um, free action trailers just go to www.sendfox.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. So I'll be back tomorrow at 2.30. Hopefully I'll be on time this time. <laughs> I wasn't today. I was fooling around with some other stuff. Kind of lost track of time. Um, but um, I will be back at 2.30 Central. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Uh, happy trading, everyone. Be, here's, it's not a time to be in, um, fully invested right now. The best thing to do is to be partially in cash, waiting for opportunities, because uh, I do think that they possibly will come, but right now the market is essentially going sideways. We're not in a confirmed uptrend like we were before. We're in, a mar uh, uh, we're in an uptrend under pressure, so be very careful. Try not to go onto margin. Uh, as a matter of fact, when it changed, uh, I, I was out of margin. I was, 100, I was, I was heavily margined in, in NVIDIA, and I sold. That's one of the reasons I sold so quickly. But uh, I've been in it for a while. So uh, until until tomorrow, um, which will be Wednesday, happy trading. I'll see you at 2.30 Wednesday tomorrow.